Welcome to episode one of Tabletops and Travelers. I hope you're excited to join us on this journey that we're about to embark on, to grow with our characters, to laugh with them or at them, to learn to love them, and to finally become a part of this amazing fantasy world. Unfortunately, our fourth party member was sick with COVID, but we pressed on and can't wait for them to join us in the future. So sit back, relax, and as we jump straight in, I hope you all enjoy. Hey everybody, this is Arthur Wright. I am the torturer of players, also known as the Dungeon Master. Hi, I'm Taylor, and I'm playing Zephyr the Tiefling Rogue. Hi everybody, my name is Rachel Bloom, and I am playing an Aladrin bard named Aspen. Hi everybody, my name is Larry Norris, and I play Lysmo Dinkelcog, the Gnome Barbarian. Okay, so, our lovely party here, you're starting off in a in a small inn called the Saucy Wench. And uh, let's do a quick description of all the characters so that people listening know who is who and can put the voice to the, to, to the character. So let's go ahead with, uh, we'll go with who I have first on my list. So Aspen, describe yourself and your character. Okay. Uh, sitting at the table, you see a woman who appears to be in her mid-twenties. She has copper-red hair, deep brown eyes, and is dressed in well-worn clothing. Her ears come to a prominent point, and she's pierced them with several little hoops. What catches you about her, though, is that she isn't drinking from the tanker to her left, but rather seems to be watching the interactions between patrons and scribbling notes in the large open book in front of her. And that's Aspen. Okay. And then we'll go with, we'll go with Lasmo. So... Lysmo is a four foot two, very kind of stocky gnome. He's dressed in uh, leathers and furs, has an axe at his side at all times, and uh, he has golden, kind of like a, a piercing like raptor eye color, like that golden tone that uh, eagles have. Black hair that's uh, pulled back tight into a ponytail with the sides shaved, a uh, bandana type scarf uh, wrapped over his face, always covering. He's not drinking anything. Um, and uh, he's got green skin, too. Uh, <laughs> I, I assume he's uh, more or less just watching everybody. Um, he'd probably be posted up pretty close to uh, to Zephyr. Yeah, just uh, just sitting quietly and, and people watching. Okay. And Zephyr, describe yourself. Uh, Zephyr is a medium-sized tiefling um, with red skin, um, and her horns go from uh, her from the forehead back around, loop around her ears, um, and they are red and black. Uh, she's always got a rapier on her. She also is covering her face, and she is not speaking. Also, being very wary and looking around, uh, just kind of judge to judge who's in the tavern as well. Okay, and the fourth person sitting at, at, at your table, for people listening, there's going to be a floating character called Ederline. Ederline is a changeling cleric, and today Ederline looks like a uh, copper dragonborn that's sitting at the table. He's kind of quiet as well, but he'll, he'll, he'll be there, and he, will, he has his eyes peeled looking around the tavern. You guys are in this tavern. It's quite busy. As you can see, there are a lot of people, people at that, like the tables, a couple servers up walking around. There's a bartender... It's pretty bustling. Uh, it, it's a, there's a decent amount of people in here. 
about half and half male and male and female. There are a couple extra men who maybe some workers who happen to be in you know be in the um, tavern at 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 the time. You guys are in the city of Milanes. Milanes is the capital of the country of of, of Ormagor. You guys are here. You guys were just kind of passing through. You're a small adventuring party. Uh, you're just kind of passing through the city, you know, getting uh, supplied up and everything. When you end up in the evening at this town. Uh, one thing you guys have noticed that's a little strange. You haven't seen a lot of other adventuring parties around. Like normally when you get into a city or, you know, or even a large town, you can obviously spot adventuring parties. There's like, oh, there's a group of mercenaries there. There's an adventuring party there. You know, whatever it is. You guys aren't seeing any for some reason. And we'll start this off with a skill check. So everybody give me a history check. Oh, I got a natural 20 plus four. That's a good way to start off the campaign. That's a great, great way to start. <laughs> uh, I got a 13. I got a big old six. So with our 20. So you happen to know, the reason you haven't been seeing anything is there is uh, there's a set of games that are called like the Adventurer's Games. Uh, and they're located in a different country right right now. And uh, it's kind of like the Olympics. Adventuring parties travel from all over the world at this time, time of the year. And they go to this adventuring games. So as you're here in the tavern, there is a gentleman that comes walking by you over to your table. It's a human. Uh, he looks dressed in very decent clothing. Uh, like he's probably some sort of a noble or uh, administrator kind of person. He gets up to you guys and he's like, oh, well, well greetings adventurers. Uh, I'm, you're just the kind of people I've been looking for. My name is Hyrolis, and I have been looking for a group like yourself to take on a job for King Ale. I've been all through, through the country. I've failed time and time again until I saw you. Luckily, I was hungry and stopped on my way to see the king. Might you all be looking for adventure, money, fame? I have all, all of that to offer. What say you? Zephyr doesn't say anything at all. And what does King Ale need from us? Well, I mean, I have some very few details, but uh, uh, it's, it's, he, he has, uh, he's sending a duke. Uh, across the country to a town called Alora, uh, and he's looking for mercenaries and guards to guard the caravan from here to the to the town. I kind of turn and look at my companions who are kind of trying to keep a low profile in this city so far, it seems, and I kind of raise an eyebrow towards them. Funds wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing right about now. Zephyr's still not saying anything. Ederlein kind of looks over at you, and Ederlein's like, well, we do kind of need money. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty broke. <sighs> uh, Zephyr sighs and rolls her eyes and just kind of nods. Excellent, excellent. I think we will accept. Uh, we will need a little bit more information, though. Yes, actually, I'll, I will have you uh, here. He's like, he like has like a like one of those uh, bags that hangs off his like left left side, like a like a carrier bag kind of a thing. And he kind of brings it around to him and he's kind of opens the flap of it. And he's kind of shuffling through some papers. You can hear, you know, he's shuffling through papers and pulling things out and that's not the right thing. He puts it back in his bag and he's like, ah, here it is, here it is. He pulls out like a little scroll and he uh, hands it to, Ly to Lysimo, who happens to be standing right next to him or sitting next to him where he's standing. Uh, this is, uh, this will get you into the kingdom or to the, to the, to the castle. So uh, take this. Uh, tomorrow morning, uh, 8 o'clock, uh, come to the castle. 
and uh, we will uh, have you see, see the king. The king will be able to fill you in a little more on what's happening. So excited that you agreed to do this. I, was, I thought for sure I was going to fail. Wait, where is everybody? Oh, they're at the games. I'm sure they're at the adventurers' game, which is why this happened to just be the wrong time, I guess, of the year to plan to do this little trip. But, you know, things got to be done on a certain schedule, and so we try and make it happen. I see. I see. Understandable. Well, we do appreciate you considering our adventuring group for this. Uh, and we will, of course, come and meet with the king in the morning. Uh, in the meantime, would you like to uh, possibly sit and have a drink with us? Maybe buy around for us, as we're such good new acquaintances? Oh, I, I guess I can, I can certainly buy around for you. But I am, I am quite busy. Um, I have already had my dinner, uh, but I will, so I will take my leave of you. But he, he again, Greg brings that you know, a little carrier pouch around and couple, so he pulls out like a little tiny bag of money and he kind of tosses it on the, on the table. That should cover you for, uh, for dinner and, and your, and your rooms for the evening. Um, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow, uh, when you go to see the king. Our thanks, my lord. And I kind of push the, the bag of money towards Zephyr. <laughs> Zephyr takes it. <laughs> <laughs> she just pockets the whole thing. Okay. And then he will... Just take his fingers over here, opens the door. He's a very cute old man. He is very trusting hiring adventurers that he's literally just set eyes on, not even had a full conversation with. Yeah, Zephyr, um, uh, I, I agree with you. Uh, I think it's really strange that he just walked up and talked to us randomly. And like, I, I understand that most adventuring groups are participating in the adventuring games, but surely they have castle guards or other people who could assist in this manner. It's just an escort mission. I feel like there's more to it. You know, I was thinking the same thing. For something like this, too, I feel like some adventuring parties would uh, prefer to do this rather than the games, but I guess we're here. We didn't have much of a chance in the games anyway. <laughs> well, what happens if the city gets, like, attacked or something? Like, obviously there's got to be an, a standing army here. You would think. And you guys do remember from coming into town, there are guards and stuff around. So there's, <clears throat> it's not like the town or the city is undefended. Uh, un there's plenty of, you know, guards and militia around the city. Um, so obviously they, they do have, they do have, do they do have protection uh, for the city itself. So there must be something more. Well, I see it like this. We take the money. We take the rooms. I am so sick of sleeping on hay bales in the street. I'm totally down to get a good night's rest tonight. Go see the king in the morning. But we should definitely uh, try to try to keep it, you know, on the up and up. Everybody should be uh, as perceptive as possible, if you know what I'm know what I'm saying. Oh yeah, right. Um. So how much? Does is it is it gonna matter how much money is actually in that bag? No, you're good. It, it'll 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 cover you guys for the night, and you guys get uh, there's enough in there for you to get really nice rooms. Um, it covers all your food and drink. No, Aspen would mostly spend her evening just observing people and taking notes, and then once people start to get drunk, she would kind of go off into a corner, a little bit away from that, and just continue observing, and then eventually just go upstairs and sleep. Are there anybody, or is there anybody here that has, like, a, kind of like a tough, like, these are all workers and stuff, they're not, like, fighters and, and adventurers? No, yeah, yeah, no, you don't see, they look like people who, who maybe, you know, are, are um, merchants, 
that are that that are working. They they have shops. Maybe the shops have closed, and they've and they've come in here for you know to the way home, or you know a couple guards from uh, that are getting off that are off shift and having something to eat on their on their way home. It doesn't look like there are any mercenaries or adventurer types in here except you guys. In that case, Zephyr is going to get bored and go uh, go up to the room. Okay. You got this on your own. Like, do I need to follow you everywhere, or or are we good? You don't have to follow me anywhere. Look, I'm just trying to, to to keep my end of the deal here. I mean, nobody's watching you or on your back. Do whatever you want. Okay. So I'm going to hang out down here and uh, see if the guards are getting drunk. Okay. The, the day does, I mean, the evening keeps keeps on going. Uh, there are people eating and drinking. The guards don't seem to be getting too drunk. Um, the guards, if you look back over here in this corner, there's three over in the bottom right-hand corner over here. Those are obviously some town guards that are sitting around, sitting around the table. So they're at, they're obviously drinking and talking and, and that sort of thing, but they don't seem to be getting trashed. Um, but they're definitely drinking their fair share of ale. Um, can I? I know it's like crowded in here. Is there? Uh, I'm probably too far away to be able to tell what they're talking about. Yeah, probably. Yeah, there's a lot of people between you and them. So trying to eavesdrop. I mean, you could try an eavesdrop. You could try a try a perception check and see if you can manage to hear something. But it's going to be difficult. Oh, the natural twenty. Yeah, I did. It was very nice. This is good. Yeah. So yeah, so you're so you're trying to listen through, you know, the various speaking of, you know, this this waitress here, kind of in the middle. She's moving her way through, and she's taking orders and clearing some plates, and you hear the clanking of plates and cups and that sort of thing. Um, and generically, there's people talking about random things, but you manage to tune yourself in. Uh, all the way over to the other side of the room where these three guys are sitting. Uh, they seem to be talking about their day. Uh, they don't, nothing very exciting. Um, everyone saw them make a say, oh, did you see that? Did you see that minotaur that came through the gate today? Man, that guy was big. I don't want to, people should be messing, messing with him. I don't know what he's here for, but oof, he was a monster. You know, various things like that. Nothing that seems very exciting. I don't know, minotaur sounds kind of exciting. No, uh, like town rumors or anything like that no no gossip other than big minotaur guy yeah yeah you will hear that there was a there's there is a duke who's going to be leaving town with some with some uh with a caravan tomorrow rumor is there's a lot of money on those wagons oh wow no one really knows why they're going to the town bringing as much money as they are but there's a lot of money on it so they need so they're obviously looking for help protecting. okay well if that's just the general vibe then uh I guess after a little bit, I'd just go ahead and head upstairs to you to get some rest. You guys have an uneventful evening. Uh, you get up in the morning. You guys can come back down if you like to the saucy lunch and uh, have some breakfast and such. There are less people here in the morning. Aspen kind of sits down at the table and rubs her eyes. And she's like, Ugh, I have the worst headache. That bed was absolutely terrible. I frankly would have rather slept in a hay pile out on the street. I've actually done that pretty recently, so um, I think the bed was better. You know, I'm going to go ahead and have to side with her on this one. Um, you know, maybe it's just because I'm so small, I can take cram everything up into the, the top corner of the bed, and uh, I, it was much softer. Uh, maybe it's just because I'm used to sleeping on straw. Who knows? Okay, and uh, so you guys come down in the morning. I said, there's, like I said, there's a few people around. There is a waitress. Uh, hey, guys, uh, I saw you here last, last night. Uh, what are, you, are you looking for some food today before you head out? I would love some food. Do you have anything with fruits? Anything fresh? Oh yes, sure. Yeah, we can get you like a like a plate of fruit. That would be fantastic. Thank you. 
bacon, sausage, eggs. Okay, bacon, sausage, eggs. All right. And some fruit. Anybody want some bread and maybe some cheese? I wouldn't say no. I, I would a lot of cheese and a lot of meat. I'm, I'm bulking up. I'm solid protein right now. Do you have freshly squeezed juice of any kind? Oh, yeah, we have some. Yeah, we can. We could certainly make some uh, some orange juice if you'd like some. We have a few. We have, we have some oranges back there. Orange juice would be great. I hear that that's a, the cultural norm around here. I'd love to taste it. Ill with every meal. <laughs> I have never heard of oranges in my life. I want to try this. That's why everybody on the ship has scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a few minutes later, she does manage to come back out delivering some food she's got some cheese and some, some dried meats as well as some fresh meats uh she got all sorts of little bowls of fruit that she puts out, out, out on the table she drops ales down in front of everybody um i'll be back to check on you in a bit thank you does anyone have a good sense of time because i remember he said that we were supposed to go there at 8 a.m and frankly i don't understand this the four stars we we don't necessarily have that uh in the Feywild, and i i'm not good at judging time here uh, I, I would say that we probably have about a uh, you know 45 minutes to an hour oh fantastic and does anyone know where the castle is i imagine you can see it from the street yeah i would i would assume it's the big building on the hill good yeah you all pretty much remember seeing it there was a, a a little bit of a hill towards the center uh and there was this castle not a huge hill or anything but enough that it definitely puts the castle on overall the rest of the place. not that the city has very large buildings uh, most of the buildings don't go more than like three or four stories tall maybe the occasional like tower way way off in the distance the castle is definitely the largest building in this and does anyone need to do anything on our way to the castle does everyone have everything that they might need if we were to take this escort mission? Do we need to go shopping? We need to find out exactly what the mission is before we know what we need. That's that's, that's fair. And so if we're just drained or ale. I pull like a, a reed and like use it as a straw and like put it underneath my mask. Take Just completely drain the orange juice also. Every once in a while you see me like turn around and then when I'm turning back... The food that I had in my hand is gone, and I'm obviously chewing. Just keeping your face hidden, right? Yes, yes. I'm just casually popping fruit in my face. All right, so the, your your breakfast goes 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 by fine, um, and you guys can head yourselves. And you and you're right; you're about 45 minutes away from when you need to head off to the, you know to get to the castle. So um, you know you you don't lollygag in your breakfast for too long, uh, but you think you got a pretty you think you got a time pretty well of when you should leave and head over. All right, so are we headed up? Let's go. Let's go. Let's see what the king wants. Just head on through through the city. It, it is quite busy. I mean, it is morning, right? So it's about 7.30 in the morning or so. Um, lots of activity, merchants and stuff along the way, selling their wares. You know, there's guys that are out there, um, like, crafting. You know, they have, like, little shops, and you'll see, like, the blacksmith is, you know, hitting away, making something. You know, there's leather workers around. It gets a little stinky around around the leather workers from the drying of the house. But it's it's your usual hustle and bustle of a large city because it is the capital city. Of okay, so you guys travel your way to the castle. You do get to the front gate of the castle, um, and there are two guards standing at standing at the gate. Uh, yeah. What can I do for you? Um, I've I've gotten Wisemo starts like patting all over his his like furs and and stuff. He's like, uh, um, I've got a a thing here somewhere. Uh. Oh, we're here to see the king. He should be expecting us. Uh, and then he, like, produces the scroll that uh, we were given last night. Just kind of holds it out in front of him. He grabs it and says, oh, yeah, okay. 
Yep, yep. He he'll, he'll take he actually takes the takes the paper and keeps it. Yep, come on. He looks inside the gate and he's hey, hey he kinda of motions to one one of the guys who comes comes over. They open up the little the little gate, right? You know, it's a it's a big gate, which is probably thirty feet wide, probably fifteen, twenty feet tall. Uh, but within the gate there's a door, you know, one of those and he kind of un, unlocks the small door which normal people could walk through without opening up the large gate. You guys go in, the door, you guys can hear the door close behind you and you can you know, he locks it behind you so you guys are inside. Um but yeah, hi, um my name is Graham. Um I will take you through uh, you're here to see the king I heard, yes? Is that what I was told? Yes, we are. We're here. Uh it, for a job, kind of. Um might I ask, Gran, how long have you been a guard here? Oh, I've been a guard here at the castle for oh a couple of years now. Two or three years, I think. Oh, that's fantastic. And what do you think of the king? Oh, he's a very good king. King LA is very good. He he does a very good job. Oh, that's great. Sir, are you being paid to say that? <laughs> well, I am I am being paid. Um not necessarily to say that specifically, but Oh, and um, uh, we heard that we might be escorting a duke. Uh, do you by chance know which duke, and what is your opinion on him? Give me a persuasion. Ooh, okay. Okay, so I rolled a five, but I have a plus six persuasion, so 11. 11? Um, so the grant's like, yeah, yeah, there's a, um, yeah, the duke uh, headed to... Where was he going? Uh, yeah, Alora. Yeah, across the Alora. Yeah, that's it. He's going to Alora. Yeah, I think his name is. I think it's Duke Roderick. He's a human. Yeah, pretty sure that. I'm pretty sure that's who it is. And is he a nice man, or is he, you know, kind of a a jerk? Uh, no, I think he's pretty good. I mean, he's kind of stern, uh, but, but I think from what I understand, he's a pretty nice guy. Uh, he was, uh, he was a military leader for a while. I think he was led to let a few armies into battle and stuff. He's, he's pretty close with the king. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Gran. You've been very helpful. Are we walking and talking? Because Zephyr is probably getting very annoyed with the small talk. <laughs> <laughs> And there is, he'll, I mean, he'll give you small talk as you're kind of going through. He'll talk about random things, right? Like, oh, and this, this statue over here was, you know, made for the king for his birthday, and it was sent here by the Crafters Guild. And, you know, that, that kind of useless, mind-numbing things. He just kind of keeps talking to you guys as he goes through. Um, and he, takes, he will take you to the throne room. Yeah, so he brings you in through the open doors. Here, take you over to the center of the room. Um, you can see that there are, in fact, guards with purple capes around. Um, there are suits of armor around the side of the room, as you can see, all around around the room, columns in the center, uh, and up up in front. There is, in fact, a a kingly looking gentleman uh, sitting in a on a throne of stone, uh, and a woman next to him sitting on a nice red red chair. Uh, and you do, in fact, see your friend from last night. Hi, Arolis is standing next next to the king, and they're kind of chit-chatting a little bit. Um, and when he sees the door open, like when the door opens, all eyes kind of turn towards you guys as you come through the door. And Hi, Arolis is like, oh, oh, Sire, see, they're here. I Hello. You, David, come. Uh, I will say the most of a bow that Zephyr is going to give anybody is like a head nod. Aspen will go into like a full curtsy, but she kind of wobbles a bit because she's never done it in her entire life. And Lysmo is just kind of standing there, 
uh looking at every he's never seen something so uh like a an actual like palace room or a you know a throne room before yeah and it's very nice it's very obvious it's a, it's a very nice room very nice castle um looks like as well well taken care of as you guys were coming in you probably saw like 15 or 20 different servants going around and cleaning things um everything is very well taken care of and maintained around here uh uh yes uh greetings adventurers uh i hear you're about the only adventurers we have left in the whole city i am king la and I'm looking for people just like yourself to kind of help me out with a job. Oh, of, of course. Okay. I hear you're interested. Your your highness? Your... I'll be interested if I know more about it. Can't say I'm super interested right now. Wait. I'm just going to say that you're lucky we're so skilled because we thought it was unfair <laughs> to compete in the competitions. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so we we are the best of the best. We are very interested in uh in in the job. We just didn't get very many details. If you could maybe elaborate a little bit, we would very much appreciate it. Your eminence. I don't really know what to call him. I like turn around and whisper to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> don't call him anything. Uh, I have. I'm sending a, a one of my acquaintances, uh, one of one of my dukes, Duke Roderick. To the, to the town of Alora. It's a small fishing village. Uh, so King L.A. keeps on going. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm sending the Duke to, uh, to Alora to, uh, we're going to build the village up. Uh, we are what seems like perpetually at war with Bythernana, the country across the straits. Uh, and they seem to be getting more and more aggressive. Roderick is going to go lead up, building up the city, the town of Alora, into hopefully a city, and to give us some protection on our eastern shore from Pythonana. So I need good adventurers, good people who are going to go with him, protect him uh, and his caravan, and go to go to the town to help him get it started. DM question. Do we know how many days it would take to get from where we are to Alora? Have we traveled that way at all before? Yeah, which way did we come into the town from? You guys, you guys came from uh, over on the over on the western side, like southwest, and came up that road, the southwest. So you've never been to Alora, um, but you can give me uh, give me a history check. Okay. Fifteen. Yeah, I mean you've you've probably you know been in the area a little bit here here and there. Lysmo <laughs> uh, <laughs> has no idea. For as far as Lysmo's concerned, that natural one. It's going to be six months for you to get there. <laughs> I rolled an 18. <laughs> oh! Like, my God, this is a long time. Uh, but you know it's probably about a month. It's going to be about four weeks of journey. Assuming there's no stoppages, because you are, you know, it, it, is a, it is a caravan, so it's a little slower moving than normal. Um, so it'll take you about four weeks total to take the caravan over. Okay. And have we heard... Any rumors or any talk about the war between us and the, the other country? Um, yeah, I mean, you've definitely, throughout, you know, the times that you've been around, uh, there's, there's definitely been not really war, um, but there's skirmishes. There are, there's definitely some hostilities built up amongst the two countries. You know that Bythernana is led by a, by a necromancer king. So it tends, he tends to send, like, undead to do his bidding. Um, so a lot of times, if you know, if you're 
if somebody's attacked by a, like a swarm of undead creatures, probably a good chance that it was sent from Okay. Can I roll inside on the king and see if maybe he's not telling us something? Sure. Give me, give me an insight check. Oh, that's a nat one. So it's a two. <laughs> he's totally legit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he seems to be... He seems to be 100% honest with you. Like, there's nothing nothing more honest he could possibly say to you. He does say, and he does say to uh, yeah, so, the, I mean, and of course, this, this, this does come with pay. Um, I'm willing to pay each of you uh, five gold pieces per day for the travel. If you come across uh, some sort of conflict or anything along the way uh, on the day that that happens, you'll be paid double. Um, and also, if you do... So we get paid daily. Yes. If you do come across some sort of conflict, uh, your your caravan it can you can divvy up whatever equipment and stuff that you find on any sort of bandits or. Sephir so just kind of laughs a little bit, like she's not already gonna <laughs> dig through people's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, that certainly sounds generous. Uh... Is there anything in particular that you're worried about attacking the caravan on this mission? Is there a particular reason you're not sending perhaps your own guards? Oh, there will be some guards going with them. Duke Roderick has some of his own men coming with him. But we just felt like we needed to round it out with a few more people. Um, of course. And and as uh, Lysma said, we have we are the most skilled band of adventurers that's in the city and possibly the country at the moment. So we very much appreciate the opportunity. And of course we will make you proud. Uh, could you give us maybe like five minutes to just talk amongst ourselves, just real quick, make sure we're all on the same page. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, sire. <laughs> and then I turn quickly back to you guys and kind of usher you to the other side of the throne room. Zephyr's like, I don't know, man, this king seems pretty legit, so uh, this is probably going to be easy. It's at least 150 gold each, even if we don't have any conflict at all. And four weeks on the road, there's going to be bandits and other things. We're going to make a killing. By my math, we we're only going to make you know, 32 gold. No, it's five gold. I have a day. really low intelligence oh. score. <laughs> <laughs> so Aspen like explains it. Five gold per day for twenty-eight days. <laughs> Zephyr kind of just pats you on the head. Um. Well, we should definitely ne negotiate for like a title, like lands. We should be nobility <gasps> after this. Maybe we could be dukes. Mm, that does not <laughs> seem like something that Zephyr would want to do. <laughs> um, uh, I think the most that she would want out of this is, I mean, if he's really willing to do something, like a ship would be cool, but no title, I'm good. No land. My land is water. Well, Zephyr, I mean, do you think they're going to build a ship in a landlocked city? I mean, come on. Come on. I mean, <laughs> they have to have ships. I do like maybe the city does idea. it, but this is a kingdom. We could be land pirates. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Put a ship on wheels so that we could just go around. <laughs> but no, I do have an idea. Why don't we just kind of 
negotiate just a little bit because obviously we're their only chance for extra adventures. But maybe we could get a little bit of payment up front and we could go shop for some supplies, maybe some health potions. Um, mm, I, upfront payment, I like that. I, I think it might just, just a deposit or something, you know, just something Starting simple. Starting bonus. A simple thank you for, you know, being here. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, no offense, but maybe I should be the one to talk about that. Um, no problem with that. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> but I mean, Zipper's going to jump in if she feels like... <laughs> Yeah, if I say, if I say something wrong, you're more than welcome to tell me to shut up. But just well, I think I might have a little bit of a better chance. All right. Well, you you get us more gold or land or like get me knighted. That's that's all I care about. I will work on the knighting. Maybe when we get back. Uh, future immunity from uh, that, that's you know yeah, diplomatic immunity. Like we're not even from here. Would be a really nice thing. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if I have diplomatic immunity. I'm not even from this world. Huh. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. And then Aspen will turn around and head back towards the king. Kind of curtsy again in my, my pants. I definitely don't have a skirt to make this possible. Lysmo <laughs> <laughs> curtsy is awesome. <laughs> we would be absolutely honored, sire, to do this small little mission for you. Um, of course, four months is quite a long time. We'd need to get supplies and stuff. Uh, when were you anticipating us leaving on this mission? Uh, you'll be leaving tomorrow. Perfect. That's enough time. And just one thing, sire, it at all possible, is there a way that we could get a down payment for this? You know, just to make sure that we have efficient and uh, the amount of supplies that we need and that we are the absolute best shape that we can be whenever we are pr protecting your duke and whatever he may or may not be bringing with him. We haven't heard any rumors, of course. Zephyr says, I imagine also with the many thanks that the kingdom will be giving us for this, that maybe sometimes some things could be looked over in the future. Nothing big, of course. We're, we're not criminals. And I kind of like try to keep a straight face as I say that. <laughs> I'm very clearly a pirate. <laughs> you do see that uh, when you make the comment about uh, you don't know what's being traveled, uh, you know, you've haven't heard any rumors or anything, you do notice the, the king does give a little smirk. Uh, kind of chuckles a little bit. As if, you know, he doesn't believe a word you just said. But finds it humorous that you said something at all. So give me a persuasion check. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and give myself uh, inspiration. No, wait. I can't do that. I can only give it to others. Never mind. I am not going no, to no, do you, that. You, oh, oh, you're... Bard I'm a bard. Yeah, I was thinking of guidance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I roll 14 if you want to give me bardic. I'll roll something else, too. Oh, yeah. I'll give you bardic inspiration. Was I rolled a, a 16. Yeah. Um, actually, currently, yes, it is a d4. Nope, d6. I read that wrong. Okay, I thought it started to Okay, that's five. So the, I'm a 19. Okay. All right, so, so the two of you start, you know, discussing with the king... Um, but it's like, um, well, I, I, I could give you a small amount up front if you need some specific supplies. 
there will be plenty of um, normal things upon the wagons. You, you know, the wagons will provide you with food and drink uh, and all that sort of thing along the way. Uh, you don't have to worry about any of that kind of supplies. Uh, however, uh, he'll, uh, he'll kind of motion to Hyrolus. Hi- he'll, he'll motion to him, and Hyrolus Hi- kind of goes over this, this way, goes over to the wall, kind of touches the wall, and the door opens. And he walks out. While the door was not there, he did not sit there. That's obviously a secret, a secret door. Yep, Zephyr definitely takes a note of that. Aspen literally whips out her book and starts taking a note of that. <laughs> <laughs> it, the whole time, Lysmo didn't notice because he's just like <laughs> making, like miming, like being knighted over and over and like pointing at the ground, like land, knighting. <laughs> when do we get back? When do we get back? <laughs> And he'll, uh, he comes back up with, uh, four little, little, uh, uh, pouches of jingly money inside, uh, and he'll hand one to each two. Oh, thank you so Excellent. much. I do appreciate that. And inside each one is 30 gold. Ooh. I, I, I thank you for taking up this, this cause for me and keeping my friend Duke Roderick safe. He and his party will meet you at, at the Royal Stables tomorrow. And High High Rollis reaches in and pulls out another one of those little scrolls and hands it to Lysma. Um, just show that at the gate in the morning. Uh, I believe Roderick wanted to leave uh, about 7 a.m. So uh, you get there at 7 a.m., come in through the front gate with that scroll. Uh, they'll take you to the stables. Of course. Thank you so much, Sire. We really do appreciate the opportunity and you trusting us with your friends. We promise to do our absolute best and be back to hopefully discuss more missions and possibly other things. And she kind of looks at Lysmo and then she's like, all right, well, goodbye. Just walks out. And Lysmo does like this like elaborate bow flourish with his hands and, and all that and goes, your daughter, your daughter. Maybe next time I'll be a knight. And then <laughs> <laughs> like scurries up to catch up to everybody else. <laughs> oh, Ederline, don't fall behind. <laughs> no, and Ederline follows right along behind you guys. Okay, so you have a whole day of being in the town. Any sort of uh like things you guys are looking specifically to try and buy? Um, or anything along those lines. Uh, I think Zephyr would probably like to look at weapons. Okay. Uh, Aspen in particular would like to try to find a health potion or a magic shop just to see if they have anything that would be of interest. Yeah, I mean, you definitely, as you're traveling through town, you, there's, I mean, there's shops galore. You can pretty much find, this is a major city, you can find pretty much anything that you're looking for, you can probably find. Assuming you have the coin deposit. Um, I, I, all I'm really interested in is is if uh, we have money or enough money to buy, uh, you know, some health potions or something like that. I think that's all I'd really need. So uh, Aspen would like to find magic shop. She would like to purchase at least one. If they have two, she might go ahead and get two just regular health potions. Yeah, you'll see on your way as you're traveling through 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 the city. Um, probably the first place that comes up to you that really catches your eye is there is a there is a healer. There is a, a little soul a little shop. <clears throat> it's where people would come for potions and that sort of that sort of thing, healing herbs, more like a healer slash herbalist kind of shop. Okay. 
Uh, does this shop have a name? I'm putting you on the spot here. <laughs> no, there's no name on on the outside. Okay. All right. So I'll just head inside and uh, go up to the counter and be like, "Yahoo!" So you you kind of go in. You walk in the front the front door. It's very uh, dense with items inside here. You know, there are tons of little shelves, and every shelf has just got little jars and everything's labeled and it looks like it's well um inventoried uh there doesn't seem to be stuff just thrown thrown around really willy nilly it's definitely everything is in a place where it's supposed to be and everything is well labeled but there's just tons of stuff there's, you know almost like going into a hoarder's house you know you walk in and there's you're probably almost shoulder to shoulder uh with with shelves on both sides you know and there's just stuff all all over the place um, behind a counter uh, is a large female troll, and she's behind the counter, and she's got her back to you. Uh, she's, like, reaching up onto one of the shelves. She's about seven feet tall. Uh, she's, like, reaching up, and she's doing something. You can you can tell it's female. She's got long. Her, her hair is well, well, well taken care of. She's in, like, a like black hair in kind of a, a braided ponytail. Um, as Aspen walks in, she takes a deep breath in through her nose. It smells all the, the herbs and different flowers and things. Then she kind of lets it out in a big sigh. <sighs> Hello. The, the, the troll turns around. Uh, she is quite scary looking. Like, you know, you maybe has never actually seen a troll before in your life. And she is pretty ugly looking. She is massive. She, like I said, she's about seven feet tall. She is very broad. She's she looks like she can't walk through most of her shop without turning side sideways. And even then, it's probably close to her knocking things off of the shelves. Hi, uh, what can I do for you? Aspen is immediately sidetracked, and she pulls out her book and she starts trying to sketch with this woman because she's never seen a troll before, and she's trying to capture her likeness. And she's like. Oh my goodness! Do they do they all have tusks? Is tusk length important, um, ma'am? Is, is tusk length important to to your culture? Is that something that's important to you? Uh, does it designate status, or uh, do family lines have tusks, or is it is it just on an individual basis? Oh my gosh! I'm so sorry. My name's Aspen. While she's talking to the troll, can I? Um try to steal a couple of uh, potions. <laughs> uh, sure, give me a sleight of hand. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> she might notice, but She's probably not going to do anything about it. Yeah, so too. Okay, so yeah, so you managed to, uh, you know, you're like looking around on, on the shelves. Actually, give me a perception check too, actually. Uh, that's a 10. Okay. So you don't think you find what is um, traditionally known, what traditionally looks like a healing potion, um, but you do find a couple of small vials that have like this greenish liquid in them, uh, and you're able to pocket them. Uh, and the troll does not seem to notice. Uh, well, hello, Aspen. My name is Drilka Brack. Drilka Brack. You don't look pregnant. Uh, what are you looking for? Oh, no, I'm not pregnant. Uh, do, do you have a lot of 
pregnant women who come in. Never mind. Um, we're looking for well, yes, I am the city's preeminent doula. I deliver most of the babies in the town. Oh, that is fascinating. Where did you learn to do that? I've been doing it for many, many years. So I have, I have, she like knocks on the counter. Never lost a child or a, or a mother during childbirth yet. That is actually quite impressive. You must be very skilled. I, I, I know what I'm doing when it comes to delivering children. Um, but you said you were looking for something. Are you looking for uh, something else? Uh, yes, health potions if you have any. Or if you have anything that might interest adventurers, I'd be more than willing to just kind of look around anything interesting. Um, and then I'll keep you in mind for if I ever do get pregnant and need a doula. <laughs> so she kind, of, she kind of like works her way out from behind behind the counter. And as you as you suspect when you first walked in the door, she is so large that she does, she kind of moves tightly, you know, down the aisles you know, a couple of aisles between these bookcases that are just covered in things. And she gets over to one over to the side, uh, not near any of you, uh, and reaches way up high. Um, she's kind of wearing like a, kind of like a muumuu. Is it patterned? Yeah, patterned. <laughs> she reaches, reaches way up high. Uh, and she kind of grabs like a, uh, like a whole rack full of these little files and pulls it down. So you can hear them like clinking as she's looking through them. Uh, and uh, go ahead, uh, Aspen, roll me a die six. Okay. Four. Okay. So she grabs out a few vials and she puts this back up on top of the shelf, uh, which is way higher than any of you can probably reach up there. Uh, and she comes back over. Yes, uh, I happen to have four healing potions left. I guess I'm going to have to get to making some more. Uh, you interested in that many? And I kind of turn to the rest of them. I'm like, I can afford two of those. I don't know if anyone else wants to chip in and get a third or a fourth. I, I don't know. Um, with Adderline, we should, in theory, be okay on healing, but you never know. And it would be such a shame for us to lose each other. We've only just met. Sever snorts. Uh, but how much are they? Yeah, how, much, how do we know how much they are? <laughs> how much are they? <laughs> Somebody's asked the question. Someone asking Droka the question? How much are they? Well, let's see. Group such as yourselves. Uh, go ahead, um, Aspen, give me a persuasion check. Okay. Do you mention you're on a mission for the, for the, for the king? Uh, we said that we were adventurers, but I haven't mentioned the mission for the king because I don't necessarily want to draw more attention to it. But I rolled a 21. Well, normally I sell them for 25 gold pieces of cheese. Uh, when you get pregnant, dearie, come and see me and, 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 and uh, require my services. And I will, I'll, give them to you, I'll give them to you for 20 gold pieces. Of course, of course. I, you would be my first choice as a doula. Uh, I will go ahead and take all four of those. And we do appreciate the discounts. And then I'll kind of rummage in my backpack and pull out my coin purse and hand her 80 gold. Okay. And she'll, uh, you know, she kind of reaches back behind the counter and pulls out like this little strip of like rabbit fur, which is probably, uh, it's it's in a rectangular shape. Uh, it's probably 
four inches wide and about a foot long. And she, you know, flips it over so that the furry side is out and she places one of the little vials into it, starts to roll it, puts another vial into it, rolls it. So she rolls them all up inside this little rabbit fur. Um, and she hands it to you, taking the 80 gold from, from you. Thank you so much. Uh, was there anything else that we might be interested in here? Anything that maybe is your specialty other than childbirth? Well, childbirth is my specialty. They do have various uh, herbs and, and, and things that you met. Uh, many people are looking for various things. Is there a particular ailment you're trying to cure? Not in particular. Uh, so far, I've been relatively healthy. I just am very interested in your line of work, and maybe you could tell me where you've learned all of this and what you see most often here and kind of just how people treat you here. Are they nice to you? Well, yes. I mean, when I first came, it was a, it was more difficult. Looks like me is not normally welcome in the city, but... As they realized I was good at delivering babies, things have become a lot easier for me. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. You are just fantastic, and I will certainly be back. Whether I'm pregnant or not, I'll, I'll come back and visit you. Uh, I, I think I'm done here, and she kind of looks at everyone else. Uh, do any of you want anything in particular here, or should we move on and go look at the stabby things for Zephyr? Uh, well, well, while we're here, um, do you do you have any like salves? I I have this uh, as, as you can probably tell, I am a uh, a rock dome, but I have this weird green skin condition, and I was just wondering if you could uh, maybe offer me something to to maybe pale me out a little bit. Zephyr so says that's a condition. I just thought that was your skin. Shh, he's sensitive. Are you? Are you sure you're not part troll? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm absolutely positive that I am 100 uh, percent rock gnome. I come from a long line of uh, artificers, and uh, uh, you know we're, we're all tinkers uh, with the Dinklecogs. I'm sure you might have, have heard of our clan. Lysmo, do you have tusks under there? <clears throat> um, that is none of your business. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> She kind of, she kind of like uh, comes over towards you a little bit closer, and she reaches way down, obviously because you're short compared to her. And she like grabs like your hand, and she's looking at your hand. And she's like, "Skin is very similar to mine. I, I would have sworn you were just a little tiny troll. I mean, I do not have anything. I don't know that I can cure that condition. Uh, maybe some makeup." Would help if you were looking to do something like that, but I don't have any of that kind of thing here. Zephyr is cackling in the background. I have to make that comment. I can give you a makeover. It would be so much fun. Well, you know, in, in my title work, you know, I get sweaty and, uh, you, you know, all these furs, it's it's hot in this mask. I mean, uh, uh, I, I don't I don't think that makeup's necessarily the route to go. I was hoping for a more uh, permanent solution that, uh, you know, when I take my monthly bath, it doesn't come off. Um, and <laughs> and he just kind of looks like super embarrassed. Steps away a little bit when you say that. <laughs> you take monthly a bath. bath a month? That's a lot. <laughs> she steps further away. <laughs> hey, I I bathe once a month, whether I need it or not. Okay. <laughs> 
Sure. I, I'm not judging. I don't judge. <laughs> do you have um, a lot of showers on a pirate ship? Do you have any, uh, maybe like perfume or anything, potpourri, something that smells good? Just Yo, for, if you didn't you know smell us two minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yes, actually. Hang on. And she like goes over. How much do you want to spend, my dear? Uh, not too much. I'm I'm not overly wealthy currently, but whenever we come back to town, I should have quite a lot more to spend with you. Uh, maybe just enough for maybe like a month's trip or so. Just a small bottle of something or a small satchel. Just just anything. She she goes over to one of the shelves and she pulls out. She starts, you see her, now she, it all, it's almost like she's excited now, right? Like her arms are moving a little bit faster and her long, thin, you know, fingers are grabbing things out of various little bottles and she's putting them into like a, like a mortar and pestle and she's grabbing things off the shelf, a couple different things and she kind of grinds a little bit. Uh, she walks over to another little bottle which she uh, takes and she puts a little funnel and funnels all these pieces of various flowers and herbs into the bottle. And then she pulls down some oil off the shelf and she dumps the oil in the bottle and fills it up and gives it a bit of a shake. Uh, and she stoppers the top and she's like, well, this this will work very good for you, my dear. One silver piece. Oh, but it will, I love it. Thank you, give you it, so much. You give it, oh, you give it a week to really uh, absorb, for the oil to absorb all those nice herbs and you'll have a very nice perfume. <gasps> Thank you so much. This is fantastic. You are just the best. I'm coming back here soon. Don't worry. And I hand her over a silver. <laughs> and she hands you a small bottle. It's probably, you know, uh, five, six ounces of liquid. You can see probably a third of the bottom of the bottle just has various little twigs and, you know, herbs and a couple little flowers in there. Uh, and they're all kind of like, some of them are squished up and broken, but they're down in the bottom of this bottle. Aspen kind of shakes some pieces are floating yeah okay yes give it a good shake like once or twice a day just to keep the keep the herbs turning the oil a nice scent for you i can do that thank you and with that we must conclude our first full-length episode of tabletops and travelers please 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 like follow rate review it helps us grow so much in these beginning stages, and it's absolutely free. If you're more interested in things that aren't free, check out our Patreon page and snag one of the six tiers available, with different perks associated with each one. Thank you all so much for listening, and tune in next week for more.